John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltica, Ed. And this is the High Gain Podcast. Oh man, this is going to be great. Yeah? Is that true? Are we going to talk about a guitar today? As it happens, yes. Not one of those like grandpa guitars? Not a grandpa guitar. Not a like fat string guitar? No, not one of those fat string ones. Great. Where are you at, John? Oh, I'm in my bunker here in West Seattle. Where are you? Oh, I'm just right down the hill, also in my West Seattle bunker. The tunnel is progressing kind of slowly. I am in the basement, so that's like step one, I guess. There's that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How you doing today, Ed? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. How has your overall health, both physical and mental, been during these trying times, Ed? <laughs> physical? Top notch. Oh. Uh, maybe. Right at the beginning of this, I had joined a gym, and then it closed down, and that was that. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Mentally, I have this constant Great Depression worry. In the future times, we'll be long gone, so we won't be the people that the grandkids are saying, Grandpa's always washing his hands. I guess we're both old enough that we hung out with people who were alive during the Great Depression. Yes. I had a great aunt, Minnie. She just had all these habits like... They would save bath water. That seems like that could be a real bummer. I think so. I don't want that. Yep. But on the positive side, whenever I get down, I just think to myself, thank God the country is in such good hands. Oh, of course. <laughs> Top notch. <laughs> I woke up in love this morning. I woke up in love this morning. Went to sleep with you. Beverages? <laughs> that was me uh, laying it down on some partridge family. Huh. I woke up in love this morning. 
They had kind of a bigger hit than that, didn't they? They had lots of big hits. Because they rule? All their stuff was actually played by the Wrecking Crew in Los Angeles. Sure. And written by professional writers. You know, we talked about Hee Haw on a previous episode. We did. Hee Haw came up and Carter hit me with the blank stare. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the wonders of the YouTube is you can find anything. Yeah. So I pulled up some episodes of Hee Haw and we watched those. And I would say that that show has maybe not aged well. Last time I was in uh, New Jersey, yeah, my brother and I were recalling to my niece that we used to play Emergency in the driveway. Do you remember that TV show? The TV show? Sure, sure. Yeah. My brother and I, when we were little kids, I would take a couple of uh, potato mashers and smash them into his chest and he would convulse and I'd say, clear. <laughs> and my niece, same thing. She's like, what are you even talking about? With the emergency. Yeah, so we dialed up the emergency, and she went down the rabbit hole. I think she watched every episode there was. She thought it was hysterical. Were they ambulance people? Yeah, there was Johnny Gage and Roy. (laughs) (laughs) And there was Trixie the nurse. Uh Uh-uh. I am one step above your niece in the blank stare. Great. Yeah. Ed? (laughs) Yeah. What's your beverage? A Jaharitos Mandarin Orange. Jaharitos. A one liter. What? Yeah. The Mui Grundy size. <laughs> right, exactly. And I have my backup cup of coffee. What about you? Rags to riches over here, man. Yeah? In order of no particular, I've got some grapefruit flavored caffeine water. Caffeine water? Weird. I got my cup of black coffee, but the primary is an orca beverage again. Oh, nice. I'm going to pronounce it like Ed. <laughs> Earp's original sarsaparilla. That's something like a sarsaparilla? Yes. A sarsaparilla? <laughs> sarsaparilla. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> yeah. What does this sound like to you, Ed, in terms of just sheer tone? You've got a lot of uh, color on it. I have the 1981 DRV pedal. Yeah. And the drive knob, Mm -hmm. I turned it to zero. Really? I'll turn it off. It sounds hollow body-ish. You know, how'd I do? You did great. I sent Ed some pictures of this ahead of time. Yep. I knew there would be some questions. Yep. Some doubts. Some perplexity. Sure. (laughs) This is a Malinowski guitar. Are you familiar with Malinowski? I'm not. Peter Malinowski started building guitars in art school. Oh. In 1984. Art school. You like that. This guy has an MFA. You've got one of those. I do. I got it out of the cereal box. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where he got his, but he started making guitars, and he has very much that same sensibility that we talked about when we were talking about Wandre. Remember that? I remember he had that building. The round factory? Yeah. Yeah, that he built the guitars in, right? Yeah. And his guitars are pretty, like, avant-garde-y. Yeah. He wanted them to be works of art as well as eminently kind of comfortable and playable instruments. Sure. That's great. I get the sense that our man Peter Malinowski is much in the same mold. Yeah? Let me describe this thing. Okay. This guitar is a single cutaway. It's called a fez. Our particular example is kind of a roasted orange color. The finish is kind of mottled as if the paint were applied with a rag. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Two pickups, 
volume tone and a selector switch. Yep, yep. Does it look like any other kind of guitar to you? Look on your own wall of guitars. Yeah. Look at that Rickenbacker. I think it's where his jumping off point was. Look at the pickguard shape and look at the top pickguard on your Rickenbacker. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. That's funny. Here's another thing. The pickups on this guitar Mm -hmm. come from our man, Jason Lawler, in Tacoma, Washington. Yep. He calls these... No bangers. He calls them broilers. Ooh. What's the deal with the broiler? Well, the reason he called them broilers is because you can't call them toasters. Oh. Our good friends over at Rickenbacker would not like that. I see. Okay. Nonetheless, these are meant to be sort of Rickenbacker replacements. I will say it, even though Lawler is not probably allowed to say it. I feel like a Rickenbacker is a little more bitey on the high end. I rolled back the tone. Classic JFK. There you go. Put a little uh, of our DRV on there. What do you think of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a boy, she was a girl, and I'm making it any more obvious. <laughs> That's me, you know, I'm just rocking some Avril Lavigne. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Is that new, old? Maybe. <laughs> okay. She was born in 1984, the same year our man Peter Malinowski starts building guitars at art school. Oh. I gotta think there's a connection there. Between Avril Lavigne being born and him making guitars? Yep. Okay. But I don't think there is, because she is Canadian. Uh, Is he not Canadian? He was born in New York, and uh, his art school, his undergrad anyway, was University of Kentucky. Huh. I don't know where he went for the master's. That's an interesting jump. Is there a reason you would go to Kentucky for art school? His MFA is in woodworking and design. So maybe in that region of the country. Yep. I can actually see that. Yeah. You say art school and then you say Kentucky and <laughs> I immediately get a little head scratchy, maybe eye rolly, eye rolly and head scratchy. At the same time. Exactly. Well, I'll bet no one in Kentucky can do that. <laughs> I don't know. Some good politicians out of Kentucky. I've heard that. Upstanding folk in the Senate say. Hear this? If there's one thing that my friend JFK likes... What's that? It is sputtery fuzz. Oh, I love the fuzz. Yeah. This sputtery fuzz yeah. comes to us from Regina, Saskatchewan, Canada. I'm I'm not making any sort of Regina jokes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do it, John. I'm going to take the high ground <laughs> on this one. What do you think of that? <laughs> you do that, man. <laughs> Um, yep. This pedal is called a shroup fuzz. Ooh, shroup. I don't know what that means. What is what does shroup mean? I don't know. I will have to ask our man Kevin Schoen. Okay. Out there in Regina. 
<laughs> Shralp? S-H-R-A-L-P. A word for the sound and act of hauling ass over pool coping on a skateboard. That makes complete sense. You know why, Ed? Because it's made out of skateboards? Yeah. The enclosure for the Shralp fuzz is made out of used skateboard decks. This is the first time I've actually heard that fuzz, but I saw the picture you posted on the Instagram, and it's pretty killer. The exploded picture where I pictured all sides of it? Yeah, that's pretty good. I was being fancy. You knocked it out of the park this week with the top-notch Photoshopping. <laughs> the you and I holding hands <laughs> picture. That picture turned out exactly as I envisioned it. But when I told Ed I needed a picture and tried to describe what I was going to do. Yeah. Uh, you were like, wait, what now? You said it and I couldn't understand it. And then when I saw the final picture, check out the high gain on Instagram. And there's a picture of John and I holding hands. That's lovely. Yeah. And we are wearing the shirts that Kev Boyface gave us from his record shop in San Francisco, which was very nice of him. It was great. Are you kidding? Shirts? I think that's perfect because in this time of great need, I'm too scared to wear a shirt more than once. Really? I'd burn them. So to have new ones coming in. Yeah, that's good. Do you wear them for like a week and a half though? No, no, no. One day and then burn it. Sure, sure. The funny thing with that picture is my arm looks tiny. I don't have the hugest arms anyway, but I think the way you did the hands, that photo's nuts. So you mentioned the sputter, right? Yeah. What would you think if I told you I have the sputter on this fuzz right now turned all the way down? Really? Should I turn it up? Yes. All right. Sputter is now on 10. Guess what, Ed? I don't even have the fuzz turned up all the way. Oh, my God. Just dime everything. Okay. Turn the sputter down. Keep the fuzz up. Yeah. Play an E chord, seventh fret, uh -huh. and let the low E just ring open. Same thing, but neck pickup. You need to work on some sweet Caius riffs. There you go. That is a shroud fuzz from Shoneswood. Yes. Shoneswood effects on the Instagram. Yeah. I'll bet if you ask nicely, our man Kevin up there in Regina <laughs> will make you a fuzz pedal that sounds super crazy badass made out of a used skateboard deck. Shoneswood, like even his logo is... It looks like a skateboard logo, doesn't it? Yeah. His Instagram stream has some really fucking cool stuff on it. Regina. Yeah. <laughs> the high ground, John. <laughs> You're not going to suck me into your fucking childish bullshit. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs>
my childish bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, back to this guitar, Ed. Okay. I like that broiler pickup deal. Yeah. The neck on this is three pieces. There's a rosewood slab for the fretboard that's thicker than most. The back of it is maple. And then there's a third piece that is the headstock. We have seen this on things like the aluminum guitars, mm-hmm. where the headstock is a separate piece from the neck and then is connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the neck connects to the head, the cut is kind of diagonal. Yeah. That's called a scarf joint. Oh, scarf joint. Historically, that is also known as a luthier's joint. Scarf joint. Yeah. And then you see the little dots there up at the top of the headstock. The two dots, right? Yes. Those are pegs holding the headstock to the neck. Of course, it's also glued and all of that. And then down at the body, it is screwed and glued. Screwed and glued. That thing's not going anywhere. Yeah. This thing's got Douglas fir, ash, maple, cherry, and rosewood, right? Yeah. In an interview, somebody asked him, tell me what you're thinking is on tone woods oh shit and you know what he said here's a quote a lot of people go on and on about the body wood tone oh how i hate the word tone my man hell yes exactly me and this guy yeah same page this guy's building stuff that he wants to see he's following whatever his vision is for what he wants it to look like yeah, I dig it. The whole body is fairly rounded and curvy, but then that bottom horn just comes to that like straight cut on it. I like that a lot. These days, he makes 25 to 30 guitars a year, and that's it. Right. I don't even know how far out our man Malinowski is. Years? Yeah, I don't know. When you look at the craftsmanship that has to go into this. If you want to see more of them, look at Malinowski Guitar on uh, Instagram. He also takes old 50s guitars from like the Chicago Boys and messes around with them and makes them his own, which I think is pretty cool. I dig that a lot. He's treating them as sculptures waiting to happen. The headstock that is on your guitar is nothing like that big paddle style one he's got. Right. This guitar is 2015, so this is five years old. I would imagine like anybody doing visual art kind of stuff and following their muse that way, it's going to change. Yeah, no kidding. This guy totally makes his own thing. And he doesn't really, by his own admission, play guitar. He's a bass player and plays various horns. Huh. And he counts that as a plus. He has said that it, it keeps him from going too far down the jack-off hole, of, you know, talking about tone woods and yeah, sure, all of that kind of stuff. He can exercise a, a different kind of creativity. Yeah. Ooh. That's lovely. <laughs> See, I can be thoughtful. Yeah. I can be emo. <laughs> emo. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that is super emo. <laughs> when you listen to music and then you like, hey, your band sounds like blah. Yeah. Like, I think people hate it and I'm doing it with guitars where like, I think if there's a thing that some of them kind of look like to me it's the music man like some of the ernie ball stuff huh. if you look at some of the ernie ball bases 
they also have that kind of blunt horn on them. I could see that. Maybe that's what I'm getting out of it. But like, there's so many weird different ones that I wouldn't peg all of them that way for sure. I, for one, am really into the fact that this guy just is following his muse. Yeah. Instead of like, how can I modify a Telecaster and carve out a place in the market? He's like, no, I think I'll just do my own thing, thanks. Even from a weird branding thing, this is not advice. This is just an observation. The headstocks are like widely different. And even the logo, like this one has like burnt into the headstock. It says, you know. Malinowski. One of the other ones just had an M. So there's not even consistency within the brand. And I actually like that. Whatever works with the thing he's making is what he puts on it. Yeah. And if you think that he's been doing it since 84. Yeah. 36 years and like, yeah, he's going to do it how he wants to do it. I really appreciate that. Yeah. As a fellow MFA guy. Right. Everybody should go check out Malinowski. Get out there on that reverb page. Yeah. And go check out our man, Shoneswood. Check out those fuzz pedals. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, when you're not there, when you're not doing that. Yeah. And you just need some time to scoff at something, you could go to thehighgain.com. <laughs> and we, too, are in all those other places. You could go to Instagram and Facebook and see us. Oh, yeah. Same as you could these guys. Twitter. Twitter is a good uh... one. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Pinterest. Pinterest. Guess what? What? Some people are reposting our Pinterest pins. It's probably my mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your mom is so into fuzz pedals. I don't know. Who else would it be? Oh, uh, patreon.com slash the high gain. Oh, yeah. Patreon.com slash the high gain. Sure. We would really appreciate that in these great times of worry. All right. Okay, then, Ed. Bye. All right. We'll see you.